0: Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. The Killer Women Vodcast is pleased to be a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. To learn more about Danielle and her books, visit her at www.daniellegerard.com, and to access all of our vodcasts, go to youtube.com forward slash authors on the air. And now... Danielle's next Killer Woman. Hello, and welcome to Killer Women. I am here today with the fabulous... JT Ellison slash Joss Walker. And of course, Joss Walker is the fantasy pen name for New York Times bestselling author, JT Ellison, where she explores her love of the fantasy genre and extraordinary women discovering their power in the world. With Jane Thorne, CIA librarian, Joss has created a lighthearted urban fantasy series perfect for lovers of books, libraries, romance, and of course, magic. Book one, tomb of the queen is available now and i finished this last night at midnight so you'll have to excuse the bags under my eyes and it was so fabulous so fun the characters are wonderful the the depth of the world you created it's so extraordinary i i have so much i mean this is our thriller fabulous thriller writer who has really left her comfort zone as far as i can tell and created an equally extraordinary world so Tell us a little bit about this this story and what readers can expect from from Jane. So, well, thank you for all of that. It's so good to see you. <laughs> you do, I love this, thank you. It
1: is, um, it, it's always what everybody around you wants to hear when you say, hey, I wanna write a series in a completely <laughs> different genre than exactly. I've ever done. And everybody's like, hmm, I don't know that that's such a great idea. Stay in your lane, you know, you really establish yourself as a thriller writer. But this idea would not let me go. I saw a uh, a, a job opening several years, gosh, 2016. I think I saw this, a job opening. The CIA was looking for a librarian. And I sent my husband an email immediately. I'm like, oh, Jane Bond, CIA librarian. (laughs) And he was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. I'm like, it's really not a bad idea. So we put together, I put together a proposal for a straight thriller series, but lighter, right? I I just, my work is very dark in the thriller genre. It is psychological. It has a lot of depth and I wanted something that was a little bit lighter and funnier and had a slightly different voice. And, and so, you know, put together the proposal, my agent wasn't super excited about it, (laughs) We put it on the back burner. It's like, you know, okay, that's, you know, you, you get used to rejection. The, the people yes. you go into your career, yeah. it happens, happens all the time. Yeah. So, you know, he, he wasn't all that hip for it. And then I had a, a writer's lunch and everybody was over and we were supposed to be working in the morning and, and then playing and everybody was playing and there were two people that were working and one of them was an author named Alicia Klopik. And she's a fantasy author here in town and I was watching her and I'm like, huh, maybe I need a co-writer for this. And maybe it's magic. Maybe this is a magical world. And, you know, it was like an atomic bomb going off. That was it. That was what was missing. So I approached her and she was very excited. And we, we did the proposal over. My agent was still not hip for it right. at all. But, you know, sometimes you got to trust your gut. Yes. So, you know, we went ahead and, and, and wrote it and, you know, it came together very well. I thought it was a lot of fun, um, edited it, did all the things. And in the meanwhile, ended up um, switching agencies. And my new agent was a little more excited about it. Um, she took it out and, and we kept getting the same thing because this is lighthearted urban fantasy. And I, it's not lighthearted. I shouldn't say that. It's like her. <laughs> Right, right. Right. It's it's silly. This is not high literature, right?
0: I'm not, well, I'm not it's so fabulously written. So don't don't talk about high literature. It's it's fabulous. But it's, uh, yes, it's she's, she's got a funny not. sense of humor. And right. she's, she's and she's the silly. Yes. Yes. You know, she's doesn't, much more
1: me right. than anything I've ever written. Just, <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the the sarcasm and the the, yeah, the quick wit. She's very quick. She's very quick. Yes. Um, And we kept getting the same response. This is gonna tear it up at the 4.99 price point. I'm like, well, I have a press. I'm gonna do it myself.
0: It's, I mean, it's- Why not? Right? Exactly. And you just, you knock it out of the park. And the fun thing about it is you can tell I mean Jane as you said she's so much you there's so that her her understanding of the library system which is hilarious because of course all books I mean all authors are also sort of dewey decimal nerds at one level or another yeah she's making
1: dewey decimal jokes it's like she's uh, making dewey
0: decimal jokes yeah and also I mean and also the your love of fantasy comes so through because there's references everywhere and her jokes are you know Tolkien and Harry Potter and I mean it's so fabulous and yet despite all of that, you have created a world that is 100% original, which I think is a really huge task. So that's, you know, and I, and I, I think Lighthearted isn't quite right because this is a very serious book and there are some some very, there's some deaths in there that are very um, hard for for Jane and the read. I mean, there are things, people we lose that we're like, oh my God, that person's right. not coming back. So, um, right. But there is, like you said, there's, there's, and there's, there's a lot of hope in it. And there's, um, there's a lot, there's a little bit of love in it. And so, um, you know, but it's so fabulous. Okay, so we heard a little bit about how you first imagined Jane, and of course, the librarian thing. I love that that was an actual job description. I'm surprised yeah. you weren't like, oh my wait a minute, do I want this job? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I haven't had a real job since like 97. So I, I know, there I mean. was no way I was... Real job, but yeah, my God, how fun would that be? So, fun. and that's you know that is truly. This is a book about terrorism. Yeah. It's uh, they the the kingdom is the organization who she's going up against, and they want they want to shut off the grids. They want to take us back to the you know the beginnings, right? They want to right. go back to the natural world. the The world that we are in in this book does not have a lot of magic, magic has been throttled into right. this green river of stars called the torrent and only a very, very few group, a very, very few magicians can actually access it. Right. The CIA has a Torrent control organization, <laughs> right? So they've got that, their right. own little organization within this, the TCO. Right. And Jane touches, she works at the Vanderbilt uh, archives vanderbilt university here in nashville and she's you know just doing her job and touches what ends up being a grimoire and it's kind of the thunderclap that's heard around the world and now she gets on everybody's radar right she never knew she had magic she has no idea that she's got this in her and that's that's so much fun to me this whole discovery of a woman who has power that she's not aware of
0: yeah right
1: it's a theme that comes through all of my work, whether it's fantasy or thriller and how you harness that power and how you, you lean into it and become the leader that you're meant to be. And that's, I
0: got, I just, I got shivers. I love it. Yeah, That's important to me.
1: You know, that is, that is the theme of all of my work is this, this, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this and yet you have to.
0: Right. And I think that's
1: how the greatest leaders are born. You know, leaders, people who want to lead, you
0: shouldn't follow we don't want them right right <laughs> we, don't we don't want, want, want them those. right we, we want, want the ones, ones who yeah who are
1: reluctant you know yeah. the reluctant leaders who, who do it because they don't have a choice yeah they, they're morally obligated and that's that is who jane is
0: becoming and what's and wonderful about it is she's you know she's a strong woman coming into her own power she has her her doubts but also she's you know she's a really it's, it's not one of those books that there are books out there that you feel like you're sort of being heavy-handed with you know that you're getting the feminist sort of a little bit, and the one thing about yeah. it, she's not. She's a very active participant with the the other people in the book, the men and the women. Everybody's bringing something to the table. It's very collaborative. It's you, you you do this in such a beautifully subtle way, Jt, that we are, you know, that we don't feel like, oh God, we're reading one, you know, the one of those books. It's it's like you said, it's it's a theme in all of your books, and in a way that makes each of us realize, male or female, our power that we have power, that we're probably mm-hmm. not we're probably not accessing all of it. And, you know, in, in the little things we do, we're not gonna probably access the torrent as much fun as that would be, but we can yeah, access- that would our... be awesome. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing my green, hoping that maybe there's a torrent down there to help me finish my next book, but I am not finding it at the moment. So, um, so so tell us a little bit more like about writing this, you know, I, you've, you've done co-author projects before, of course. I have, um, I have. and but how, you know, was this, how did this feel different? Did you have to really map out the world? I mean, was it, did it feel really different from writing your thrillers? It, 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 it
1: did. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to work with a fantasy author is because they do have that experience in world building. Right. We, ha- we do that in the thriller world. We're, we're cr- creating, you know, our own versions of reality. Sure. But there are certain tropes that do exist in the fantasy world that I wasn't familiar with. And I also wanted to sort of stay away from reading urban fantasy too heavily mm-hmm. so that I wasn't influenced by it, that it was something that could be original. Right. Um, anytime you know, I came across something in the draft that felt familiar, I took it out. <laughs> and and right. it was right. something to it so it would feel like an original thing.
0: Co-writing is a blast. I know, I kind of feel jealous. Sounds wonderful.
1: It it really, having two brains on something is really exciting. Yeah. Um, Because everybody brings something different to the table. And, you know, somebody has to be driving the bus. I have been the person riding the bus and I have been the person driving the bus.
0: Yes, yeah. Um,
1: It has advantages on both sides. Right. It really does. Um, Being the, the person on the bus, you have a backstop in the the brand that you're writing for and, and being the brand who (laughs) is driving the bus, you, you know, it all kind of rides on you. Yes. So, so that's very interesting. Uh, I just loved doing this Mm -hmm. enough that, you know, as it was going on, I was like, okay, this is bigger than I thought. This is at least six books. Um, And, and uh, that people agreed with that. So we, we got a, a audiobook contract for six books. So yeah, now it has to be six books. You're plus. like, oh boy, <laughs> right. We huh, got the, no the
0: pressure's on.
1: pressure's um, on. My co-writer decided that she did not want to continue going. So I had to find somebody new, which actually is a very, very interesting moment because I've just finished reading uh, our second draft of the next book in the series. Um, the first thing that we did actually was the the short story yes I love this I love that so and you can see her name is R.L.
0: Perez yes and And that is that's Jane's sister Sophia who gives us some backstory about this whole Um, thing so you can it's actually a prequel to the tomb of the queen right yeah and that that was the first thing we did is okay let's let's
1: establish you know a, a new voice a new narrative structure and, and new uh, arc that we're going to pull through and so that story is jane's sister who does appear in tomb of the queen she does um, but it's more uh, backstory of what's going on and it's very important to the next book in the series so it's it's interesting because you know obviously everybody's authorial voice is a little bit different yeah, yeah. so it fits that this book is a little more serious the second book is a little more serious now because there are the stakes are higher right yes, when yes. when you discover obviously you know there's there's magical terror out there there are people that are trying to hurt us there are people are trying to change things um and you have to fight against them that changes that changes the the characters and the time absolutely so it was absolutely kind of perfect it was perfect timing to to have a shift yeah um And I'm really, I'm really excited about the second book. You know, I get to dive in.
0: The the name, I saw it. What's the master of shadows?
1: Second book is Master of Shadows. So it'll be out in July. Okay. So these these are coming out every, you know, eight to 12 months.
0: So fun. Um, We're doing I mean, this is a hefty book. This is, I mean, I, this is, yeah, but it's, big book (laughs) it's a big book I mean it's as big as it's as big as any of the thrillers you've written you've written I think right I mean it's 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 really close one of the biggest yeah 25,000 it's
1: you know it's up there with the biggest of the thrillers I've ever written
0: but what's so fun about it and you know I um what was so fun about it is it just it's the you know the way the short chapters are the, the the driving momentum of the book you don't feel it. sometimes I pick up a 500 page book and I'm like Oh God. You know what I mean? And, and this time it's, it, it was more like, okay, well I was, it's like, it's 1115, but I can just read one more five page chapter. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden it's midnight and you're like, okay, I'm going to have to stop because otherwise I'm never going to get any rest tonight. So, and that's, that makes it really fun. I think the the structure of the story and mostly being in Jane's point of view, but having um, a few other points of view also really, really keeps us moving. But, so I wanna talk about Killian because, um, and I don't wanna, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but um, you know, this is a character who becomes very important in the book. And one of the things I really love about this is that in the beginning, Killian is working for the kingdom, but he thinks the kingdom is the good guys. And you can kind of see how that happens because when you talk sure. about returning to the natural world, sounds all kind of great until you think about what that means um so you know this this is again about your sort of like the struggles that represent sort of the struggles into the real world and then obviously today you're wearing colors in honor of the ukraine um which is you know it's not it's not off point right this is all very much about like what something is represented as and whether or not it's the truth so i mean i guess talk a little bit about sort of that you know the way, the way you're rep- you're sort of exposing that sort of it's almost fake news, right? The 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 the, the Killian what Killian is rep- what he's presented with and what's actually the reality.
1: Sure, he, he you know he is he is a Kingdom member, and he, he is not necessarily on Jane's side, right? And and he she has no idea. She's she just thinks he's this hot kickboxer that she's met on her first assignment and she's just kind of like, well, they wanted me to blend in. So right. a better way to blend in than, you know, going on a date with a hot guy. Exactly. Um, and of course he's using her and, and that creates a lot of tension, but even Jane, even Jane is looking at what the kingdom is proposing and, and saying, you know, this doesn't sound so bad. It's just how you're going about doing it. Just indiscriminately, yeah. you're going to hurt so many people to achieve your goals and that you, you would do that. That's, that's the horror of it. I mean, you know, sure. Technology sucks. It it takes us away from everything that is real in the world. It compares us and makes us compete with strangers Mm. and it does all kinds of terrible things to our psyches and to our concentration. So she gets that, you know, she she totally she just wants to sit down with a slice of pie and a glass of wine and a book. She
0: does. She's a pie lover. Yeah. So she
1: totally she gets that part of it. But you know, they're gonna shut down the grids and blow everything up. And a lot of people are gonna get hurt in the process. And of course, Killian's starting to realize, oh hey, (laughs) these aren't the good guys that I thought they were. Right. Plus, she's you know, just starting, she's being trained, right? The CIA, right. she's been recruited by the CIA. She's being trained. She's learning how to use her magic. He's watching all of this and realizing, wait a second, she's on the the right side of this. These guys yeah. are not on the right side of this. So it's it's a lovely amount of tension and it gives, you know, yeah. a nice little romantic element. This is mm-hmm. not, you know, this is not a paranormal romance. The, obviously the romance is a much bigger, uh, through line for right. the, the story urban fantasy there can be a romance but it is secondary to the storyline yeah and this is it's secondary mm-hmm. to the storyline you know it's it's a little bit of a release for her yeah. um, although she, he becomes quite important which he I com- you know, becomes quite important and, and he'll be and in the next book he will be in the next book I mean he's certainly going to be a part of her life um, yeah. we'll just have to see in what form
0: Yes. So, so without giving us too much, you know, not giving anything away, if you can about this book, of course, because readers will be enjoying it, will love discovering it for themselves. Can you give us a tiny taste of what's happening in Master Shadows? They're there, you know, or is it, does it mess us up? Um, so Master
1: of Shadows picks up right at the very, very end of this book. Yes. Um, Jane is uh, sent on an assignment that is putting her on the radar of another terror organization. Oh my gosh! That she is not aware of. Um, you got to remember, this is a this is a new to this, you know, rookie rookie right. field officer right. who has suddenly come into a vast amount of magic that she has no idea how to control. Right, and, and nobody around her really knows how to control it either right so everybody's kind of stumbling forward together and and what has happened at the end of this book she has to go and deal with immediately yeah right. as she says there's a uh you know there's an imbalance in the force she <laughs> it's so fun yes well yeah. i'm
0: i mean i can't wait so but you know obviously we're also i mean this is, sounds like this I mean, I know you're incredibly productive, but this sounds like it could be a full-time job. So we're also obviously really big fans of JT and and your thriller books. So, I mean, please tell us there's another JT Ellison book uh, in the works that I know there is. So I'm kind of cheating. You know there is. <laughs> so tell us yes. about that.
1: Um, I turned in the final revision on Saturday. So it's only been a few days. And it's just been turned in. It comes out February, uh, the end of February of 23. We have not announced the title yet, but it is a uh, it is a big standalone. It's a little bit of a departure for me. It's a okay. it's a bigger, higher concept, you know, upmarket kind of uh, psychological thriller that I'm really excited about and a little nervous about. And it's going um, to be it's going to be it's going to be a big book. I hope I'm really excited about it. And I'm also um, seventy thousand words and almost done with a Taylor novel Taylor Jackson
0: Okay yeah Taylor so Jackson, number see... 9
1: My gosh you are a busy yeah. woman You know I my publisher I turned the the standalone in in July Um I had a yes. terrible accident last summer and and fell and tore all the ligaments in my ankle and so I had a lot of very <laughs> um enforced sofa time laying around in a cast
0: yeah, for four months. I remember that.
1: Uh, so, yeah, it was really bad. So I got a lot of work done.
0: I mean, I have nothing yes.
1: else to do. So right. I, I, I did a lot of planning um, with the pandemic and how the supply chains and everything were going on. Yeah. Um, and this this new book is going to be a, a, a hardcover release for me, um, the new standalone. So the they just put it into a different timeline and so that gave me you know almost 18 months of of lead time before that book came out to get some stuff in the pipeline
0: which is so awesome
1: yeah sometimes you really need to do that right it's really important to to fill that pipeline um and you know i've written a couple short stories and you know just i'm i'm hitting a creative renaissance right now and i i think working in the fantasy realm has kind of unlocked
0: something for me. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. You're in a torrent.
1: You're accessing the torrent. Right. I'm accessing the creative torrent, right? I love it. In many ways. And and you know, I thought I was going to toss off the Taylor book and all of this, but and it it did not happen like that. (laughs) I thought it was like a two, three month quick little novella. And now it's actually a full-length novel and Actually, yesterday I realized, you know, the reason I can't get past this point in the story is because it's the end of the book and everything that happens past this is the next book. Uh oh. My gosh. <laughs> you know, so suddenly, yeah, suddenly Taylor number 10 is happening and I've got the proposal for the next standalone that's happening and things are just kind of cooking right now. It's and and so thank great. God for that because it's, it's feast or famine.
0: It is. Is sometimes I have these moments, and sometimes there are lulls. So I know. I I think I'm in a lull, but it's so. I love. I remember that feeling. I mean, you know, I'll get there again, of course, because I think that's also it's cyclical, and I think you have to respect when your brain is like, girlfriend, you're tired. Take a break. You know, life gets in the way, like you said. Um, but when it is on, it is on, and I love that you have. I mean, you yes, you had 18 months, but you didn't. You know, you spent 18 months. You've you've got a whole nother series going, and a book for a, a, another series. And I love that because um, you know, we're, we're JT fans. We're JT fans through and through. And now we're Joss fans. And I love Joss too because I feel like that's a nickname somewhere. I've seen you you use Joss on something. Um, so I was like, oh, I, I love that. You know, I'm like that is not out of the blue that that um, you're using um, that name. So that's. Fantastic, and Joss Walker has got a really great ring ring to it. Is Walker from something too? Is that a that was actually
1: name? my original co-writer's maiden name?
0: So okay. we we were
1: doing it together, right? The, right. the pen name was meant to be us as a, uh-huh. as a pen name, and you know, when she decided to leave, I was like, well, you know what? I love the pen name. I'm going to yes. just keep it, and that's going to be mine. And then yes. I will just give. Rachel her credit yes my new co-writer I'll just give her her credit as you know and RL Perez and you know right
0: right you know it's it, it works it works it, it, works. it just works everything and happens for a reason yes <laughs> and it's got it a really works. nice nice ring to it and it, and you know I'm glad you found somebody um I mean I can understand how these you know relationships sort of ebb and flow so the fact that you found somebody um else to work with you I think that's wonderful I, I would be we'd be all really sad to hear that this was, um, that there aren't wasn't going to be another one. So the fact that you've already planned six, and I know you, I know that somewhere in the very back of your mind, you're like, what's going on with seven? I'm sure. So, or is there another, you know? Well, actually this... she's,
1: she's coming, we've never met in person. Oh, so wow. she's actually coming up um, in two weeks and we are going to plot the third book and plot out a couple of the short stories for the there's a side series a mini series inside of the series okay. that we're going to be writing as well that has eight stories in it
0: um,
1: <laughs> I, I know it's it's just <laughs> it's just kind of you know how how this is shaking out you know yeah it's and that so that, that the, the mini series will end up being a book. Mm-hmm. Um, once once all of those stories are told, they um, and I, gosh, I'll spoil it if I let's when when master shadows comes out let's come back we'll talk about it a little bit more okay time we'll to, to have read this
0: a little bit right um that sounds yeah. perfect i'm really <laughs> excited well i thank you so much for joining us everybody i mean i really i and i'm not i don't read a ton of fantasy um i mean a, a little bit but this was like one of those you know it didn't have too many like there were no um uninhuman inhuman like characters not you know no like Darbies or which you know makes it feel really other than the idea that this magic is this type of incredible power it really it really reads as if you're not a fantasy writer, reader, it's certainly worth a try because I don't feel like it was like we're too lost in some world you know if people but if you are a fantasy reader um it's it was just candy it was so much fun um and i am I now have to get spend the weekend getting caught up on sleep but thanks for that j t <laughs> That um, is the best compliment you can ever get. I know, isn't it? You it's kept so me wonderful. up past my bedside. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And this has been an episode of Killer Women with um, Joss Walker slash JT Ellison. JT, real quickly, just tell us where on social media is the best place to find you to learn more about what you're doing um, next uh obviously my website jtellison.com
1: and sign up for my newsletter because I send a monthly newsletter and I give stuff away and you know all that good stuff yeah I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Thriller Chick and I've got a Facebook page I'm it's actually it's it's Lent Lent has started so I'm on my social media sabbatical um, there outside of of obviously what's happening with the the war in Ukraine yeah. so it is um it's just one of those weird moments in time but I will be back obviously after Lent um and very engaged but the the newsletter goes out no matter what
0: yes and your website's there and your books are everywhere and people can find you uh, long enough to get them through Easter so I think um <laughs> I think we'll we'll all survive and enjoy it that's just that's a really smart move and Thank you for supporting the Ukraine. So um, it was wonderful to have you today. Always such a pleasure. I miss seeing you in person. And too. Um, soon, one day soon. So, and that's it thank for you. us. This, uh, Killer Women is a part of the Authors on the Air Global Network. And thank you for joining us. Bye.